You are Locked On Bulldogs, your daily podcast on the Georgia Bulldogs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Bulldogs podcast. I am Daniel. I am Clint. Today's episode is brought to you by Sonos. Sonos, the best speaker that ever lived in entirety. Uh, and I'm going to just go ahead and say it now. John Tweet Sports, come at me. I don't care. Best guest that we have Ooh, right here. Spicy like take right up. I like John. I like, but I'll give you that. I like John too. <laughs> John allow. and I are neighbors. John and I are neighbors. So. Oh, really? Oh. <laughs> You learn something new every single day. You do. You love to uh, see this it. This is Sarah. If you have not been on the pod a long time with us on the YouTube subscriptions, Sarah is one of our best guests. She is knowledgeable. Uh, she writes a whole great deal. We're going to get into that in the third segment. Uh, but we brought her on here today to talk about a few things. One, talk about uh, Florida and the abject dumpster fire. Whatever a dumpster fire, mm. like the levels above dumpster mm-hmm. fire, I, I have mm-hmm. no idea what it is. But guess what? We're going to go there together. We're watching. Uh, I'm getting more empirical evidence. Mm-hmm. Uh, second segment, we're going to talk uh, about UGN this weekend. And then the last segment, Sarah has uh, the more you know segment. We're just going to hand it over to her. Mm. Uh, mm-hmm. And she's going to tell us more. She's going to educate us. That's she's right. She's going to educate us. Um, well, guys, uh, Sarah, how are you doing? You, I'm, is, I'm doing great. Doing well? Today was a really – yesterday was a great day for the dogs, and today was an, mm-hmm. honestly an even better day for the dogs. So Yeah, it's been – it's lots of good things are happening all around. Um, but let's start with some sad news, if we could. I am wearing black today, as you can see. Let's take it – Don't please don't disrobe. <laughs> I'm putting please, something on my head, Daniel. Keep your, I'm not, subscribe please keep to your, YouTube, YouTube. Please keep your please keep your clothes on. Listen, we're trying to. By the way, he's to talking this. to Clint for the audio. Oh, yes. He's talking to Clint. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Um, pre-production meeting for the ages today. By the way, pre-production meeting. M Dubs in my ear right now, telling me that uh, Justin B. Tweeting, legal correspondent, is not not enthused by what's happening on the pod. All right. Some sad news. Um, it's the end of an era in Gainesville. We knew this day was coming. We all knew this would happen, Clint, mm-hmm. Sarah. But it still hurts when you lose someone that you love. And um, Dan Mullen coaching my least favorite team is someone that I love deeply. And so um, T's and P's to Dan Mullen. T's and P's to um, – the Florida program and the direction that they're taking right now. Uh, I guess the one positive that could come out of this, Clint, is um, probably be less wife talk on the pod, if I had to guess. So we're just, it's easy on the wife talk is going to be easier. Can we just state, I don't enjoy talking about Dan Mullen's wife. Like it's not enjoyable. It's not enjoyable. She forces herself onto (laughs) young men at Florida and onto this podcast. Mm-hmm. And on to and on to less young men on this podcast. Clint, show just... show us on the doll where Dan Mullen's <laughs> wife touched you, because it's just like I can't. Wow. All right. Well. Anyway. Um, congrats, congrats to our, our Sarah's last time on the pod. It's been fun. It's been a great run. Nope. We said nope. this last time. Uh, 
Dan Mullen's out in Gainesville, and um, it couldn't happen to an absolutely skeezier guy. Uh, Sarah, your thoughts? My thoughts are, I think that it's very inconsiderate. I think it's extremely rude <laughs> of the Florida program to, to first of all, give the guy a chance. Okay, give he him a beat, chance. He beat Georgia once. That's worth $70 million to me. And I think nope. that yep. – I think that another five years, like look at what Georgia Tech did with Paul Johnson. Now that is hospitality, you know, mm, they really just saying. rode that into the ground. And I really find that disrespectful, but you know, be, beyond the personal offense that they've given me as Dan Mullen is an, a content machine, which is very mm -hmm. upsetting that he's no longer here. I do understand. Um, once you let Eli Drinkwitz um, make fun of you, you, you gotta be fired for cause at that point. I mean, that's like, there's nowhere to go from there. Back. You don't, no. you don't, you don't back come back from there. He that. literally no. pulled the lightsaber out and the lightsaber was as tall as he was, as he like tried to get it up from I under mean, the desk. I mean, uh, we're, we are a week out from Kirby smart saying the things that he said that I will not repeat, but that were amazing. Uh -huh. Um, and literally Eli Drinkowitz doing that is actually more embarrassing. Like, it's, because he's a loser, and like if he can do that to you, you're out. Like it's done. <laughs> like a a big time significant loser. But now that's, I mean, I'm not here to disparage anybody or run anybody's name through the mud, except right. Dan Mullins. But that's that's back to back weeks of Shane Beamer and Eli Drinkovitz, guys. That doesn't get it doesn't get a lot better um, than that. No, Dan Mullen, um, way too confident in his ability to coach football. Um, the quarterback whisper, I think it's amazing that he gets fired in a season where um, none of Georgia's quarterbacks are any good, like not even serviceable, not even reputable. I mean, did you watch the end of that Missouri game? Like he would not allow Emory Jones to throw the ball. Like it was not – the man can't throw the ball, and this was their best option at quarterback, the best – the thing, the thing about Dan Mullen that, like, honestly, people overlook and, like, I think he has issues as coaches, like, there is fundamentally, I have a theory about everything in life is, you know, run by human beings, right? Dan Mullen is just a weird dude. And I know that sounds, like, funny, <laughs> but, like, it's legitimately, like, he couldn't get, he interviewed for so many jobs, by the way. I don't know if people know that. He, this is like, he interviewed for so many head coaching jobs. He got this job because they hired the, the same AD and like he knew, knew him. He doesn't come across well. Your number one thing, as we know, as a college coach is recruiting. Like you can't be a weirdo that like college kids don't, high school kids don't want to play for. And he can't hold a program together once one bad thing's happened. Every single season, anytime something bad happens, the whole the wheels come off. It's like, I don't know. How are these people making $70 million decisions and they don't even think about the fact like maybe we just don't hire the guy that's like really everyone dislikes? Like I, like I hate to be that way about it, but it's just like that's like not everyone. hard to understand. Yeah. Like, no, it, players. It'd different. Yeah, it'd be different Other coaches. Every like subset within the program was buying into him. Like I wanted to talk about this and, and maybe we'll say it for later. Like when Kirby came in, there were certain people that couldn't jive with Kirby, right? Um, certain offensive coordinators, certain defensive personnel, certain players just transferred out. And the first two years, people were up in arms about it, right? Kirby's mm -hmm. riding these people out of town, whatever that means. Um, but if he had buy-in, which he clearly did, that's fine. Dan, okay, fine. Five, ten people don't like you, but the team does, and the team's behind you, and you're winning. 
far different cry. There's nobody that likes Dan. Nobody can get behind him whatsoever. Not even his quarterbacks no. that he's supposed to be producing. Oh, speaking really to. quick, really quick of the quarterback whisper, and this people probably know this, but um, if you're deep in the online game like I am because I have no life, Anthony Richardson took out his Florida information out of his Twitter bio. So it's. I was just and, about to say, yeah, ain't no way that in, kid coming back. Yeah, for ain't college no kids in 2021, that's like a moving to like a – we're breaking up on Facebook. It's complicated. Like it's once like, you get the digit, once you get it out of the bio, they're gone. So. He's basically his car has been seen in the parking lot of a divorce attorney. At that point, like that's yeah. where that's okay. where we are at that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's no way that kid stays in the program. But don't worry, the recruiting pipeline is just rich. So there's just so many people lined up to play They're, football at the University of Florida. Sorry, I keep adding stuff because this is like underneath Georgia. It's like 1A, 1B um, is how much I hate Florida. So like – Yeah. No, I feel free. Really, uh, Florida has canceled their official – they had a bunch of courses FSU weekend next weekend. They canceled mm-hmm. all of those. So there's no official recruiting. Cancel that. Um, just cancel. Honestly, they just want- canceled the program, but they're going to try to like have a game. Um, and maybe get bowl eligible, which is beautiful. Guys, I when hope. they lose to FSU this weekend, that game is they a pick'em, by the way. A pick'em, no, by I, the way. I, I, take I, FSU. Early I lock. I don't think it's a pick. Yeah, I'd say take, take FSU. FSU. They're, yeah. They are. They had the win over Miami. They're mm-hmm. getting it back together. Mm-hmm. The take only FSU. thing Florida has going for it right now is that they just fired Dan Mullen. And so the players might play motivated. They might come out with a little motivation. But – Florida State is better than Florida. And going into the season, if you had tried to convince me that Ooh. Florida State would be better than Florida and that one of those two programs would have fired their coach and it was Florida, not Florida State coming into the season, you would have thought that uh, somebody was crazy. But that's that's where we are. I hate being wrong, but this is one of the things that I love being wrong. Daniel and I, back and forth, Texas changed all year saying there's no way after giving him an extension with the buyout, mm-hmm. there's zero percent, literally impossible from Florida to fire him. And lo and behold, and he said, Dan hold my beer. I will just said, keep losing. I will just keep losing. To be fair, I think that there were texts within the athletics department saying that exact same thing. There's yeah, no way they, we're firing him. And then they're like, because he's going to win out the last three and that'll get us. They literally announced. We're not going to be – I mean, I followed the, the mm-hmm. Florida beat writers just to quote treat them and make mm-hmm. them be mean. And they were like, there's literally no way we're firing, firing him in the middle of the season because they assumed, like everyone else, that he wasn't going to almost lose to Sanford and that he wasn't going to lose to Missouri. And that was a bad assumption. So, but then he did those things. He did <laughs> all those God. things. Um, uh, noted mean girl Sarah will be back to join us in the next two segments as we <laughs> – talk about not florida anymore but now we move on to all things georgia um uh, which we will begin to do as soon as clint tells you about this all right college football fanatics have you heard about prize picks prize picks is daily fantasy made easy we love it and we know you will love it too prize picks is a leader in college sports daily fantasy that's daily that's not every week that's not set your lineup it's daily fantasy made easy prize picks offers more college football props than anyone in the world and offers all the star players of the power five as well as mid-major players you might not even know about 
um, you're, you're going to hear like Florida players. Maybe they'll just going to players. Even they're going to be going. See, what usually happens is you go up to Power Five. They, all those players going to be going down to another school. Mm-hmm. Uh, Price picks offers you prop that you can think of yardage to touchdowns, even interceptions thrown. It just mm. it's right there for the picking. All the users right now. Can you use promo code locked on and get 100% instant deposit match up to 100 bucks. Whatever amount you put in up to 100, promo code locked on, they're going to match it for you. You pick two to five players over under their projections and you get 10 times on any entry. Price picks allows mixed sport entries. How many times LeBron James is going to try to fight somebody mid court? Uh, you can make that prop bet. Use the award winning app, both hmm. the App Store and Google Play. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's that easy. Price picks is safe and offers fast. Withdrawals. Don't hesitate. Check out prizepicks.com. Use promo locked on in the app store or prizepicks.com today. Prizepicks is daily fantasy made easy. Uh, all right. Well, we're not here to talk about Georgia Tech, but an update. They did lose 55 to nothing on Saturday. Oh, and so no. it's not great. Um, but that's for later in the week. Uh, if you're not hating Georgia Tech yet, get get there. Get right. Get, get, get reasonable. Uh, it's time to hate Georgia Tech. Uh, but let's look back. Uh, Charleston Southern in town, and other than the fact that they did not, the dog, the dogs did not cover on the weirdest touchdown score I have ever seen in my entire life, um, which I would not care to talk about anymore on this podcast. Uh, Sarah, what were your thoughts and takeaways coming out of a game? Obviously, games like this are different. There's no drama involved in the score. There's no drama involved in terms of, um, you know, w- how the game goes. No, no major significant injuries to note, which is a huge win uh, in a game like this. And so uh, it's really the game within the game. As you're watching, what stands out on the field? What are your t- big takeaways coming out of last week? Sure. Um, first of all, uh, I'll take the funnest takeaway, which is the Jordan Davis touchdown. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, loved it. That was great. Um, love to really see it. Fun. Yeah, I do. I used to just really, like, I used to like kind of love when our senior day was on like bigger games. Cause like, I don't know. I feel like there are more people there, but now I've changed my mind up for this game. I liked that. I liked that. It was like, they let them have fun. It wasn't stressful. Yes. It was just like, this is, it was actually more about our seniors because like we were not worried about the game. Yeah. So and every other cool. year and every other year it's Georgia tech, which is the same thing. Yeah, or when Vandy bowed out on us last year. I, I uh, just – I have hate. I have hate now. We can't talk mm-hmm. about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, no, I thought it was good. I thought um, because – which I'll get to. I guess we're going to talk about later because I'm trying to become a reformed nihilist. You know, I had Ooh. some moments at the beginning mm-hmm. um, with our offense. <laughs> like, I wasn't like – but that's because I'm coming reformed nihilist and it takes a while. Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought it was good. I thought, I mean, I thought, you know, I didn't want our defensive starters to be on the field for like very long at all. I thought it was good for both, both of our quarterbacks to get just game ball time to throw. Um, I liked some of the stuff we saw. So that was creative. I loved seeing people on the field that I like forgot their names and I was like, Oh yeah, that guy's going to be great. Like that was fun. Yes. Um, you know, I get it. I, I, I think that we still played, you know, we didn't obviously play as aggressive. We don't need to, we weren't trying, you could you knew there was like a, if anybody tears their ACL for this, I'm going to kill you guys. Like we don't need the, yes. which is, you know, part of the reason that we didn't cover, I think, but, um, it was great. I think, I think it was good. Uh, I think it was just, it was nice to see those guys get some, that we have a little bit of a breather before our longer s- stretch. 
Yeah, there you go. There you go. Yeah. The the Jordan Davis piece was absolutely picturesque and beautiful. It was the capstone on the game on Jordan Davis senior year. Uh, What about him going to the red coat band? Like little things like this. Some people hate talking about. I I love every again. Let me state for the record. Jordan Davis is now if he wasn't before now cemented my favorite bulldog of all time and and of all of them, all of them. Um, it's just so, so special. Um, did you did you find anything to nitpick about the offense in this game whatsoever? Was that something for you that you looked at? Because people were looking at that. We're looking at Brock Vandergriff. We're looking at Carson Beck. We're looking at JT coming in. Uh, the running backs. Kenny gets a lot of runs. Amir, James Cook. Anything from offense uh, that you can nitpick? Or is this just like, no, let's go have fun because it's right. Charleston Southern? I, so I think that was one thing I haven't gone back and like rewatched it, but I did watch, rewatch some of the stuff. I always have to go back and rewatch it. Cause what I'm feeling at the time is never accurate. It doesn't matter who it is, mm-hmm. but I do think that part of the reason I was like a little, like not, I was like, our communication seemed to be, there were some things that were, when I first was watching, I was like, why do they not, there was some communication that seemed like through the QBs or like positioning that I was like, that seems off. Then I thought about it and I realized why that was. It was because we were playing Charleston Southern and they could were clearly were implementing this was a working things into the playbook kind of game. Um, you know, and so the fact that it wasn't the one that they it's because it was a glorified practice of working plays in. So right. I did, you know, at first I was like, at first I was like, that's like not great. Like I don't love that we're having mis- miscues, but then I realized kind of why that was. Um, once I again worked on my nihilism. Um, but yeah. that, you know, that, that part of it was like, there's some stuff. Cause I mean, let's be honest. It really wasn't Charleston Southern's defense. It was all like, like yeah. clearly you knew that that was a miss, like a blown play or something, <clears throat> which we've been really good about. And I think that's because we haven't been trying to work things in, in real game time and just use this as a scrimmage. But so I had to talk myself through that, but <laughs> I don't know. I don't know where, I mean, this is not a hot take or a new take or something that I don't think anyone is wondering about at this point i do think it's hard to make any real takeaways from this game but i think one thought that i was pretty sure about that is now cemented in my brain is um i don't know where he's gonna play next year but carson beck is not going to stay on this football team any longer carson beck is done as a georgia bulldog that will be the last time you see him in the red and black georgia fans other than on the sideline um for these next few games and I wish him the best, obviously, as we do with all transfers, <clears throat> the official Lockdown Bulldogs policy. Uh, Florida, to, Florida may have an opening. Florida has an opening. I can can confirm Florida has that, an opening. I don't wish that on him. but Don't put they, that juju they, on him. Yeah, you're right. But you're as right. a Georgia fan, I do kind of wish for that. Oh, no. <laughs> because, uh, oh, no. Okay, that's all Daniel, I'm going to say. The official, the official locked on stance. Is to wish them well. You're right. I'm sorry. I forgot about our official policy for a second. It's only – it's the ink is still wet on the official policy, so I was, I was getting confused. Uh, no. I Obviously, Brock Vandegrift, Brock Vandelay, Vandelay Industries did not have a stellar performance either in this game, but I think you, you kind of see the handwriting on the wall the more that – you know, Kirby Smart talks about mobility of the quarterback and how important that is. The more that you see Todd Munkin and how important that is to him, I think you begin to see that guys like Brock Vandegrift and 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 even Gunnar Stockton moving forward are going to be more of the type of quarterback 
that we're looking at. And so, yeah, Carson Beck, wish him well, but I, I don't think we'll be seeing him very much anymore. Nazir Stackhouse, to me, is the guy you mentioned earlier, Sarah, the guys that you're like, oh, he's on the team. Oh, yeah, I forgot about him. <clears throat> he's this interior defensive line. I think to say that we're going to lose a lot at the end of this season is the understatement of the century. Now, to say that we have a lot coming back just in 88, just 88 alone is an all-American caliber defensive interior defensive lineman. So that's good, and we're, and, we're happy about that. And Go this ahead. wasn't Saturday, but this is today um, for all – well, not today, the day of the recording. But we are yeah. going to have the – I think of a historic, literally a historic uh, defensive back class. So – Pretty so, good. So, you know – we got greedy. We, and then just went I know, ahead and I said, I want all of them. Well, I think it's kind of I think it's kind of funny. Like the, the, that's like the one thing that people understandably can say. Like if they're talking about they're like, this defense is historic, like our Georgia defense is historic of all time, best defense ever. Sometimes maybe you can get a deep ball because like they're secondary. And it's like, so then like Kirby's like, Oh, well, I guess Kirby, just, yeah. yeah, it's like one little complaint. He's like, Well, screw yes. you guys. I'm gonna get every <laughs> I'll take every corner available. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it, it's nice to see MJ Sherman get the sack. It's nice to see yeah. Stackhouse in there. I mean, guys Beal. like uh, uh huh. Bill Bill played great on Senior Day, which was really nice. Um, yeah, and then guys like Zion and uh, Bill Norton got some run. You know, just guys that you haven't seen. That who knows if they will be fixtures on the defensive line moving forward. I think Zion Logue definitely will be. I think Nazir Stackhouse really has a chance to play his way into that. But nice to see that the cupboard's not exactly bare just because you're losing all-world caliber talent. There's still more guys behind it. All right. Uh, we are coming back. Um, we've got a whole other segment, and we're going to let Sarah try to evangelize some of her reform nihilism on you. And so this we is will like a see. Little, a little therapy session, a little apologetics all at the same time. This it's is just, yeah, yeah we, sure. she's going to she's going to learn you some things and um, she's going to feel out some things herself. We'll just see how it all goes. First, want to tell you that um, today's episode is brought to you by Bill Bar. Bill Bar is the tastiest protein bar on planet Earth. They come in a huge variety of flavors and they are great tasting and they are great for you. High in protein, high in fiber, low in sugar. Keto approved, great for pre-workout, post-workout, meal replacement, whatever you need them for. But the most important thing about them is that they taste like a candy bar. They're a protein bar that doesn't taste like garbage, like every other protein bar in the world, but rather tastes like a candy bar. Chocolate flavors, caramel flavors, fruit flavors, whatever your preference, you can find them all at BuiltBar.com. And right now, when you enter the promo code LOCKEDON15, you get a 15% off on your first order from BuiltBar.com. That's LOCKEDON15. Enter that promo code, get 15% off. You can get a mixed box. You can get a solo flavor. You can get multiple boxes. 15% off your entire order right now at BuiltBar.com with the promo code LOCKEDON15 at Built Bar, the tastiest protein bar on planet Earth. All right, Sarah, <clears throat> been doing some interesting reading and um, saw an article that you wrote um, and wanted to get your take on it. Um, this is our year is the name of the article. And it sounded to me as if it hurt you physically to type it like the, like that it was 
like I, you could just almost hear you saying "ow" as you, you know you were typing it with every keystroke. So, uh, explain yourself and tell me why this is our year. Remind oh, people, remind people if you could, um, where you wrote this so they can go read it uh, as you are. Yes, people should go read it. Sorry, I should have said that. No worries. Uh, well, maybe. Let me just get to the end. No, I'm just kidding. You guys should go read it. Um, That's true. Mostly just here, my guy. I write um, for dogsports.com, uh, the SB Nation uh, UJ fan site. They're a bunch of group, bunch of good group of guys. If you listen to this podcast and you like it, that's fans talking about it. These, I can tell you, we're all just fans. Nobody's, <laughs> this isn't our day. Beautiful. So, yeah, we um, write so for dogsports.com. So, everyone there is great. Um, and also, I will plug uh, my friend Jeremy, who's the editor of the site, wrote a really good, way better than mine, re- really good article about sort of what led up to kind of getting Kirby here and just kind of an overview of how, and it's really good. So, but yeah, I wrote, it wasn't that it physically hurt me to title it. This is our year. It was, I was like, they're going to like these, like, cause I was one of them. Like if I was scrolling through Twitter or wherever I was looking at my articles and I see someone write, this is our year about Georgia. I'd be like, excuse me, what are you doing? Why are you doing this? <laughs> so I was more, it was more like, I'm going to have to go in the witness protection program. Like, you know, but as I was, t- I t- actually did the headline. I did the title of my article last because I was like writing about mm. it. See, this is my therapy session. I like started it because yes. I kind of wanted to write about like, I wanted to write when I was writing it. I was kind of talking about, I really started thinking about how the main part is like the biggest difference I would say in this team, in my opinion, and any other team that, I have seen Georgia play, which we have had really good teams, non-Kirby teams, Ricked teams. Like, we've had really good teams. These, This is, to me, the most consistent team that I've ever seen play. And, like, statistically, that backs it up as well. Like, we've never, like, so the 63rd play of the season was the Chris Smith interception pick six at the Clemson game. That's the 63rd Oof, play. What a time to be alive that was. I know. Wasn't yes, that I could Let's still, that. Mm-hmm. I can still feel how I felt right. at that moment. Oh, oh, it was oh, so good. It was so I, I good. Could, I could feel it too as, as Daniel was falling onto me. And I, I just had to catch him before. Correct. Absolute, absolute collapse. Just body yeah. gave out and said, that's. That's kind of tender. I kind of, that's, that's really tender guys. Um, anyway, so that weird moment aside. But no, um, ever since that play, uh, our win expectancy has never dropped below 70%. Um, mm. We have trailed for 1.8% of the minutes that we've played. Mm. So, yeah, so that's good. That's a good thing. Uh, so, so you're saying, when, you're about. saying, I'm sorry, when Tennessee mm-hmm. marched down the field, hot knife through butter, and took a 7 to nothing lead. Our win expectancy was over 70%. Is that what you're saying? It was. I did. I That's odd. That it was. Oh, my. That's odd. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Because they had seen us play before, I think. Um, ah, yeah. Yes. Brains. They have a brain. So that's what I was originally writing my article about because I was like, that's what it is for me. It's like, you know, especially as I was an nihilist. I am a nihilist. I'm working on it. Anytime anything bad happens, I'm like, this is it. Like, this is the end. Like, my joy is devastated. Like, this is it. Like, this SEC championship game in 2018 when Hot Rod missed the kick that he normally always gets, I was like, that's it. The wheels are coming off, people. And I was right. And everyone hated me. 
So like, mm-hmm. that was a big deal for me to like write this article, but it's because I realized it. it's like, we are the most consistent team I've ever seen. Like this team, my point was the players and the coaches and like, yes, every time you see a team, they say, Oh, we're going to win. We have, but they play like they're like, it's a, like, we're going to win this game. Not like we can win this game. Not like we are competitive. They're like, we are not letting it happen. Like, cause like some people were talking about like, do you mean, because like they think they're so talented. And I was like, honestly, I think it's just, they're like, I don't care what it takes we are going to, we're going to play physical enough. We are going to play so that we will win this game. And I've never seen a team play like that personally that I, for Georgia team play like that. Really good teams where it's just like they will. And I just, and it like, I was like writing the article and I was like, you know what? Like, I'm going to say it out loud. Like they think, they think that they are like, this is our year. And obviously I did, I did get a little pumped up on the Kirby halftime speech, but Mm. like this team Mm. has 100% bought in. Like, they're not, like, not in a way that it's going to be handed to them. But like I said, like, just knowing that they're going to do this. Like, that seems to be the way they play, which I think is huge. And I think this Mm -hmm. year, I don't know if it was COVID or what it was, but I don't think there's a lot of college football in general. You have a lot of, like, issues with fluky things happening and their kids and crazy stuff happens, right? But, like, compared to the other teams that are playing, like, Georgia has been the most consistent team by far. And that is not usually our stereotype, right? <laughs> so, you know, that's another thing that well, my point was, was like, I, I really don't want to hear the like, but we always do this and they always do that. Like, those are different teams. So like, I don't really, I'm not interested this, in hearing that. Right. <laughs> that doesn't make and this sense. Is, that's literally college football fans, but I'll just single out Georgia fans. That's literally Georgia fans only argument. Correct. It's <laughs> just like. It's an argument based on history, which right. is fine, lawyer, but it's not fine when that history has literally nothing to do with right. this particular situation. Like, not even a little bit to do. And, well, and I had, you know, and I, of course, had some really great, I had really awesome feedback on the article, and I like love that community over there. I'm just kidding around. But I did have some people that were like, what are you doing? Literally, people were like, why are you doing this? Why would you, you just let this? the boogeyman into the door? Yeah, like, I, yeah. you know, and I was like, listen, like if, if James Cook like reads my article and decides to quit the team or like somehow Jar- Jordan Davis like forgets to play because I wrote this or like Dan Lanning no yep. longer coaches, then you can blame me for writing this. That's article. on you. Like, Yep, like that's that on you. Then. Magic isn't actually real. Um, and then I was like, you How know dare what? You. And I was like, and I was like fighting these people. And I was like, look, I'm sorry for the stress, but I have a generational team, and it's week 12. And no, they have not won it all yet. But they also haven't lost. Okay. So like, Everybody, why am I going to act like they've lost? Everyone, right. listen to the logic. This isn't this isn't Homer fandom, which, by the way, we are all guilty of. Okay, like this We're, podcast and, is Homer fandom, and I apologize for none of it. That's what the podcast is. What she just said is not that. What she just said is generational team that has not given you one ounce to ever question them saying if everything, again, without some cataclysmic meteor hitting the training facility, like Mm -hmm. this is it. This is everything. Every statistic lines up to this being the year. And the funny thing you're saying about Homerism, which is so funny to me, because like I do – um, you know, deal with other like other writers and stuff and other fan bases. And it's so funny because Georgia homerism is actually like the opposite. Like other people, like I'm scrolling through like my friend Chris Marler, like he's a Bama fan. Like all these people are like, 
this is George's year, like blah, blah, blah. And I want to respond and be like, stop talking about it. Like, don't, don't say that. Like my friend Ryan, Annie, he was like talking about Florida. And I was like, don't, don't say that. Don't say that. And then I was like, that is so screwed up. It's like the Georgia. Cause like my friend who's a Bama fan, he like retweeted. He was like, Oh, I'm going to bookmark this. And I was like, do you understand that? Like, ain't, like Bama fans will not be the people that are mad that I wrote this. It is 100% Georgia mm, yeah. fans. Like our Homerism is like being sad about our team. And I'm like, to be a I Georgia like fan to expect to to be crushed that yeah. is what it is to be a georgia fan but no fan listen, base was mad except for georgia fans that i wrote it i mean most people have really liked it but those are the only negative in, things that are <laughs> we've been saying it for weeks on this podcast enjoy the ride this is mm. it, your team is 11 and 0 they're about to be mm. 12 and freaking oh like that's Enjoy the ride because it just doesn't happen like this very often in college football. Not for Georgia, not for anybody. It doesn't happen like this very often. I said something similar, much less eloquently than you did. That, but a similar logic, Sarah. That I, I, I don't know that we'll win every game that we play this year. But I would bet everything that I've that I own that we ne- we don't get blown out. I don't think it's possible for this Georgia team to get blown out. Like I I do think it's possible for us to lose mm-hmm. to certain teams. Of course. Uh Georgia Tech is not one of them. No. But I do think it's possible for us to lose. But there's just not they're too consistent. And that's the word that you used I think is a perfect word. They're just too consistent to ever get run out of a building and that's a, it's not that Georgia loses. I mean they do. They lose close games and they break your heart. But they also get run out of the building in games that they shouldn't be getting, you know, like and games I, we can all remember. And and not to, because I was thinking about it too with the consistency thing, because I think that there's plenty of Kirby teams and plenty of Rick teams that really wanted to win. Like I'm not, I don't think there was like an attitude thing. I think it's a combination of we're extremely consistent and we also have, let's be honest, the talent to be able to say like we can – we literally can be anyone. So if you have a hungry team that's well-coached, extremely disciplined, they are focused and consistent, and they also have the talent to do it, then it's like, yeah, they can dig deep and be like, yeah, we're not losing this game. Like, I'm not – we're not – it's not happening. Like, that's their mentality. It's not like we can do this. It's like I'm Florida will not enter our end zone. Like, Tennessee, like, is not entering our end zone. Like, it's not happening. And I think that that's just like – that's a really rare thing. I mean, this team just is like, uh-huh. no, like we, you know, and that's why I was like saying in my article, it's like, we're always talking about fate and magic and like, oh God, like, I hope this is it. And it's like, this team is so not that way. They're like, no, there's a national no. championship and we're going to take it. And I'm like, all right, just- if they can do that, then I'm going to be on board. Even though I am that's a nihilist right. and I freak out about everything, I'm working on it. But so. you're recovering. Um, uh, Hey, thank you so much for for jumping on. Um, uh, you can follow Sarah at Sarah G fifteen sixty one on Twitter. You can go read this article and other things that she has written over at dogsports.com um, uh, and all of the fine folks that do great work over there, big fans of theirs on the podcast. And if you're watching this or listening to this, um, subscribe to that YouTube channel mm-hmm. because we're getting there. We are almost there. 1,000 subscribers by the SEC Championship game is the goal. And then our second best guest, John Tweet Sports. No, 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 when, when he does this giveaway with us, first best guest again. But until then. Ooh, yeah, I see. I see we did that. and Clint will take his shirt off on the YouTube. <laughs> okay. let, let the record show. 
that that's been decided by no, the wow. by the powers wow. that be. Let the record show <laughs> that that is. I'm like, no, no, Daniel's going to come to my back on this one. No. Listen, you know, Sarah, there's an unsubscribe button on the YouTube that's channel true. as well. That's you true. know that, right? <laughs> <Never> <laughs> weird. We're going to lose a lot more than we get. Uh, okay, let. Thousand subscribers by the SC Championship game. We're doing a giveaway. Um, and so subscribe to the podcast, sign up for uh, John's newsletter and all of that. Uh, you'll be eligible for. And thanks for listening. We'll be back. Clint and I will be back tomorrow. We got lots more to talk about uh, in terms of this Georgia team and uh, looking ahead to Georgia Tech. And we will see you guys then. See you.